Hello and welcome to Women in the Coaching Arena podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Jo Lott, a business mentor and ICF accredited coach, and I'm on a mission to help brilliant coaches build brilliant coaching businesses. In this podcast, I'll be sharing honest, not hype, practical and emotional tools to support you to make the difference that you're here for. Hello, welcome to the 18th episode of Women in the Coaching Arena. I'm so glad you're here. I'm your host, Jo Lott, and today I'm talking about comparisonitis as a coach. Comparing yourself to others is something that I see a lot and it can truly hinder your progress and success as a coach. Comparisonitis, I don't know if that's an actual word or not, but I'm sure you know what I mean. It's that tendency to constantly compare ourselves to others in the industry who are usually way ahead of us, which then leads to feelings of inadequacy, self-doubt, diminished sense of self-worth, and that tendency to want to hide away and give up. So let's get started and explore some strategies to overcome this so you can thrive as a coach. Part one, recognizing the trap. Before we can address this comparisonitis, it's important to recognize when we're falling into this trap. So as coaches, we are exposed to endless social media from other coaches. It can feel like the entire world is a coach and everyone else has their stuff together and it's easy to feel really small in comparison especially if you are just starting out but no matter how far along you are in your journey there is always someone who's further along who seems to have it all sussed and every coach's journey is unique success looks different for everyone maybe you don't even want what they have It's just that tendency to always want more. If you are able to recognize what's truly important to you, you might have more of that than you realize. Once you have recognized the trap, part two would be to focus on your own journey. Instead of fixating on others' achievements, shift your focus to your own journey, really celebrate those wins Acknowledge your progress, remind yourself of the impact you have made on your clients' lives. Every win is worth recognizing on every single one of our calls. That's exactly how we start because genuinely we can't see it unless we are asked the question. As we know as coaches, our brain will start to seek the answer. But we never ask ourselves that question, what went well? Our brains are trained to just look for what didn't go well, what have I messed up? So it's super, super important, something I truly prioritize in my program, asking ourselves what went well, what could have been better and what did I learn? I would really, really encourage that practice. So part three, embrace collaboration. Rather than viewing other coaches as competition, embrace collaboration, reach out, become friends, share your knowledge. And it not only helps you to learn and grow, but it also builds a supportive network. It's my most favorite part of my community and everybody says the same because if you can broach it from that mindset, you will do so much better than you would if you were keeping your stuff secret, not sharing, because then they don't share with you. I work with the most amazing people who have huge strengths. Someone's great at TikTok, someone's great at public speaking, someone's great at 
cold emailing corporates and we all can share that experience and all those different things that we all have going for us with each other so that more people succeed. A rising tide lifts all boats and it really is worth coming round to that growth mindset instead of the lack mindset of someone's going to steal my ideas. The best thing is we're all unique. So there is no such thing as stolen ideas. Nearly all of the ideas are out there already and you will have your own unique twist on anything that you do. So even if someone is doing the exact same thing as you, you really can't start taking it personally or you will never succeed in business. I promise you, I have seen in my community, people create amazing things together and go further than they would ever go if they were trying to do it alone. Part four, reframe comparison as inspiration. On my onboarding calls, I always say, here's the traps you could possibly fall into when working in our community. There are two ways to look at when someone's doing well. Look at it in the comparison, oh, it's all right for them, it's just not fair for me. Or look at it as inspiration, like everybody started where you are now. No social media following, no clients, no niche. So instead of allowing it to deflate your confidence, reframe it as inspiration, look for what is possible out there and know that if it's possible for them, it is possible for you too. Look at those successful coaches in your field, not as rivals, but as role models. Study their strategies, learn from their experiences, adapt their techniques to suit your own unique style. With that one, it's always worth remembering that most of the people that you compare yourself to are well ahead of you, like years ahead of you often. They may have a huge team. They may have been in business for years. They may already have a massive audience. So do take that one about adapting their techniques with a pinch of salt. For example, if you want to launch a membership, it's actually really, really hard to launch a low cost membership if you have no audience because you might get like two people join and it's £50 a month and then you're putting so much effort in at that rate because maybe you see all these big names launch memberships but they have an audience of 40,000 followers. So they can launch a low cost membership because they have the audience to fill it. So do be really careful if you're looking at people well ahead of you thinking, ah, oh, they're doing that, I'll do the same. Part five, focus on your unique value proposition. So remember that you have your own unique value that sets you apart from other coaches. It's really important to Identify and emphasize what makes you special, your unique skills, your coaching approach, niche, expertise, personality, strengths. There is so much that you think is easy because it is easy for you when you're good at something that other people will really struggle with and vice versa. So do communicate your value to potential clients, highlighting how you can help them to achieve their goals in a way that no one else can. What are your values? What are your strengths? What are you just brilliant at? And even if you can't see those things, ask people because it is really hard to see your own strengths. Or do one of those free strengths finders online or personality tests. Like it's a really nice thing to do when you're feeling like everyone else is better than me. Just do one of those. I love when I did one recently, I can't remember which one it was now. But, you know, when your top strength comes out as coach, you're like, oh, wow, this is what I'm meant to be doing versus oh, I'm just not as good as everybody else and all the things that we can easily say to ourselves. 
part six is seek feedback and improvement. So continuous improvement is a real strong value of mine. You do need to stay relevant as a coach. And I'm sure as a coach, you are already in this personal development world, constantly wanting to improve. So I don't need to say this one twice. Seek that feedback from people you know. It will be so valuable to you to hear other people's view of what you're brilliant at. I went to a mastermind recently and the business coach that is hosting it introduced me to the group saying, Joanna has created so much success, but she's so humble. And it was like, oh my gosh, really me? I had no idea I had created so much success. So sometimes it's just lovely to hear somebody else's feedback because it's so rare that we allow ourselves to go there long enough to realize what we have achieved. Part seven, practice self-compassion. I went to a wonderful Brené Brown self-compassion workshop and they talked about doing things like putting your arms around yourself and giving yourself a hug and putting your hand on your heart, putting your hand around your face to help you to feel loved. And it really does work. So be kind to yourself, acknowledge that everyone has their own path and timeline. Just because they are gaining clients in the first month doesn't mean you will. But guess what? You might be still going a year in and they may have given up. Everyone is on their own journey and we have no idea what life has in store for any of us. So just know that everyone has their ups and everyone has their downs, no matter what it looks like on the outside. If you are comparing your inside, your feelings, your emotions to somebody else's outside, you will always lose out because we don't know those negative feelings. We just see they're doing amazing. They're feeling good. We don't know that they were crying in the toilets five minutes before coming into the restaurant. So give yourself permission to make mistakes, learn from them, grow. It is a journey and you will only get there if you do make mistakes and learn from them. Think about what you can do to practice self-care. Can you do affirmations, meditation? What is it going to take to make sure that you are prioritizing you and training your brain to look for those positive things? Like, for example, I do a gratitude journal every night. It has really helped and I genuinely do think it has retrained my brain because I cannot now help thinking, wow, this is good, this is good, this is good. Like, it does start to slowly, slowly sink in. So at least 50% of the time you might be looking at positive stuff versus 90% of the time looking at negative, which is probably the way most people live their life. I started doing yoga when my daughter was about one year old and I felt really selfish going off, insisting on this yoga every single day. But actually it's my one savior. It's my one piece of heaven, my one moment where I slow down long enough to breathe deeply and really connect into me and then I can connect into her and everyone else around me. So we covered a lot today. Comparisonitis is a really challenging thing, especially when you first start out. With the right mindset and strategies, you can overcome it. I very rarely think about how anyone else is doing these days. I don't scroll on social media. I don't really see and think, oh, they've got it all sussed. 
So embrace your unique strengths, focus on your journey, collaborate with others and strive for continuous improvement. Know that it's all part of the journey and whoever you are comparing yourself to has probably had a similar journey to you. You just don't see it because you're only seeing the outside. I hope you found today's episode helpful. Remember that you are capable of achieving great things and your clients need you and your guidance. I truly believe that we are all here for our own unique purpose and people need to hear your unique stance on how you explain things. I remember once I explained niching to someone and then I sent them Seth Godin's video, who's like one of the top marketeers in the world and said, oh, he'll explain it a lot better than I do. And she sent me a thing back going, yeah, it was interesting, but the way you explained it was so much better. And I'm like, wow, if I can explain stuff better than Seth Godin, that's pretty cool. But it's just that she needed to hear my unique way of explaining niching. So you will also have your strengths and your unique way that people need to hear. So as I say at the end of every episode, Trust yourself, believe in yourself and be the wise gardener who keeps on watering the seed. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Women in the Coaching Arena. Please come and say hi to me on LinkedIn or Instagram and let me know how you are getting on in your coaching business and how you're going to go for your dreams this year. My name on LinkedIn is Joanna Lott and handle on Instagram is at Joanna Lott Coaching. And I'll also put links in the show notes below. Let me know if you found this episode useful, share it with a friend and leave me a review and I will personally thank you for that. Thank you so much for listening. Speak soon.